There will come a day, a day when my fire is relit, when the flame that burns within the ember whispers returns. The ascended are not gone, but they will not triumph. When Valhadrian falls, she must not be there, for I will not be able to protect her. I will face Saloon the Shadow, but she will bring our people home. Hey everybody, welcome to the Fae Forge Academy. Uh, today, uh, <laughs> I'm Steven, I know how to do this, and with me we have Ian. Hey everyone, it's a podcast. Chris. Hi, it's Chris. Adelaide. Hey, it's Adelaide. Emily. Uh, hey, it's Emily. And Michael. Hello, it's Michael Sinclair. <laughs> Ooh, with jazz hands and everything. Um, hey, uh... Thanks for listening to our show. Uh, if you have enjoyed it, which I figure if you're 41 episodes in, you probably do. Um, why don't you stop by iTunes and give us a five-star rating and review? means the world to us, helps more people find our show. In addition, we're affiliated with Loot Crate. Uh, so if you use the code Stephen15, you can get 15% off a subscription box of your choice. Um, they've got lots of cool um, stuff. A lot of it's exclusive to Loot Crate, where you can only get that collector's gear. And... Let's go. Let's go. So you are all sneaking off campus, except for Besky, who is laying in his room after a long, or not a long, after a difficult conversation with his father. The rest of the students have left popcorn kernels, a bowl of ramen, um, and messages for for him saying they want him to come. Uh, but he has laid in bed, got a small message from Wylena in his in his book, and is processing the conversation. 
So, Besky, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to open up my eyes and I'm going to look at the book and I'm going to send uh, Ariadne a message. I'm just going to say, um, it's right. And it's a more informal thing because formal thing, because that's how the book I imagine translates the stuff. I apologize for not joining you folks. I shall be there shortly. And that's the message you're going to hear in your in your head, uh, Ariadne. Which I believe she can respond, yep, correct? She can. I can, yes. Okay, just be careful. We love you. So I'll see that message and I also want to think that because I could, I think I could read and write celestial that I have to read and write celestial in the book. And like when messages get sent to me, it's the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to look at the popcorn that's on the ground there um, and like smile. Um, but then I'm going to sleep it away with my foot because uh, <laughs> I need to go. And then I'm going to open up the door and then the Robin's just going to slash, slam into the door and just like stumble. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to scratch my head. Um, okay. Um, and I'm going to grab the rest of the ramen bowl and uh, I'm just going to sip the soup to kind of like, I don't know, might as well just have some of it and get some of the popcorn that was like maybe on top, not on the ground and like put some of it. I'm like, they're so weird, but I guess this works and like get what they're going for. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I'll just put some of the popcorn in there and like drink the rest of the ramen stuff and then just put it on the table this is like a quick one i'm not like savoring or anything i'm just like it was mm-hmm. nice they're doing something nice but i have to join back up with them um okay. so yeah i'm gonna just start making my way over to to where and they left like a message or whatever and i figure they're using the secret tunnel so i'm just gonna be headed mm-hmm. off that way okay uh so as you also kind of come upon the uh, the quad, the courtyard where Erval Holland is, you also see these same four sets of, of Nirinian guards. Uh, are you doing anything to, to, to your past? Or are you just going to walk, walk on by? I'm going to walk on by. I, I feel like maybe the guards, I could, I, I don't know if you want me to roll an intimidation check from the last bit that like they, that, that I did, but like, I figured the guards are probably like, I don't want Besky to look at me. Like, cause they like all <laughs> talked about it. So yeah, I'm good with that. Why don't you? Why don't you, I'll give you advantage on that. Okay. Ooh, seven. <laughs> I rolled a three on the oh, dice. Oh, cool. Uh, <laughs> um, so you see, kind of as you walk out, the guard that you kind of mad dog basically looks at you uh, and very quickly looks away and like points his other guard elsewhere and starts walking away. And you see, kind of all the other groups do the same. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, and you're able to, to walk on through. Sweet. Um, as you get to uh, Professor Dorvalis' office, you see the door is still kind of swung open, mm-hmm. uh, though it's dark. Um, and you would also remember that you need to do some sort of magic on, on the back wall. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'm going to... I'm going to have... Like, once I enter and close the door, I'm going to cast light on the end of my staff and then, like, kind of like the Gandalf, like, passing his, you know... His, his his staff over so the thing and like, oh, I remember this. And then you're going to see the light hop from my staff to... It's just me, like, stopping the spell here and putting it there, but mm-hmm. for flavor, I'm just going to move the light to where mm-hmm. it needs to go. Yeah. So it opens. Um, 
and you're able to enter into this passageway that you you remember from a different timeline uh the door shuts behind you uh, and you make it all the way through into this cave um and out uh, and i'm gonna need you to make a survival check to see if you can figure out where your friends went mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. four four uh so you get out of this cave and you look around and you cannot you didn't take it you didn't get a map because um, it's with them, and you are not sure which way to go. Yeah, sounds about right. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you going to do? Mm, um, I think I would do that. I would just send a message over to Ariadne and say, it seems that I'm quite lost. What is the path that you took? And that's all that's going to say. So as we switch back to the rest of the group, cause you see this large uh floating glittery cloud-like creature that has this almost magic essence floating through it as it as it moves to engulf you um and in initiative rain you are first oh goodness well well that's inconvenient (laughs) um okay and this is not at all familiar to me correct i don't know i have zero idea what this thing is you could roll an arcana check. Okay. You could roll a nature check. Okay. <laughs> uh, oof, that's only an eight. You're not exactly sure what it is, but there's definitely... Okay. Something dangerous about it. Wonderful. Um, I am going to, with haste, grab my uh, quiver and kind of spin it over my shoulder. and like, Paddle, I need you. Come on, come on! And I'm going to shake him out of it and summon him. And uh, uh, But yes, I will summon Colonel, and in doing so, uh, anyone who's paying any attention would see my eyes briefly kind of flash this blue color that matches the color of my tattoo, and then uh, where this tiny lizard is falling out onto the ground, suddenly, poof, like this big drake um, manifests. Horrifying looking spikes all over, uh, completely black, with the same, like, electric blue eyes. And that is my action. And, uh... This is a small one. I'm gonna just dump him on the ground right in, right beside me, kind of to my, like, in front but to the right a little bit. And, uh... I think... Uh, with my movement? How tall... How large is this entity? What is... How big is this thing? Um, it is classified as medium. Uh, it's a, it's hovering about five feet off the mm-hmm. ground, though. Um, so it's about the size of your average person, though. It's it's got more. Um, I can't think of a better word than girth. The <laughs> <laughs> girthy boy. Kinda. That's fair. Uh, okay, I am. That's my action. And then with my movement, I might just hover a little bit higher, so I can kind of get like a top down. A better top-down view from it, uh, okay. so I'll probably go like ten feet higher in the air with my movement. Okay. That's all. That's all I'm going to do. Um, and then I, okay. I need to see. Um, if, does Colonel take my initiative or do I roll for him? That's what I was about to double check. It shares my initiative count and takes its turn immediately after mine. Perfect. Okay, so then I'm going to say, help, do do something, anything, and um, I'm going to say as a note. <laughs> His armor class is 14 plus my proficiency bonus, so his armor class is 17. 17. And he has 30 okay. hit points, Just and he has 40 movement speed, just so you're aware. 
Um, yeah, I think, but it's like a cloud, right? It's not a physical thing. Uh, it, it has, it's, it's more, mostly like shaped like a cloud. There is some physical elements to it. Definitely. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to request that he heads up there and maybe bites at it. See if he can get a bite out of it. Uh, he's, I, I'll give it a try. Um, uh, why don't you roll an attack? Yeah. Uh, oh, that's 19 to hit. That will hit it. Okay, so it's 1d6 plus, which he is black. He is a black dragon descent, so it's acid for him. Um, so three points of piercing damage and three points of acid damage. Okay, he he kind of bites into it, and you see it, you see him as he leaps from the ground, kind of hang for a second and then fall. Um, he's, that's, that's gross. You hear in, in draconic. Ashrin. Do you want me to roll for her? Runs back behind the illusion that Sepia conjured on her turn. And cause it is yours. It is over to you. So I have not. So this this whirling miasma of arcane energy and its cloud-like gloopy state. This is like totally alien anything that we faced before. Is that, am I going to understand this correctly? Mm-hmm. All right. You could make an Arcana or a nature check to see if you could know anything more. I think that's worth it because I have no idea what this thing is. All I know, all I know about it is that it tastes bad. <laughs> also, there's a tiny dragon nearby. Where'd that come from? Tiny dragon friend, thank you for helping us. What is this thing? Uh... Oh, sorry. Does anybody else in this group speak Draconic? I forgot to ask that. Uh... I may. I don't think I. I know a few nope. languages. Nope. Celestial Elvish. Okay. So I'm gonna make. Uh, make an Arcana check to see if I can get. Shoo, rolling hot. All right. Twenty three Arcana check. I rack my brains of ballads previous sung about adventures who have fought against horrible creatures. Yeah. So you, uh, kind of in stories you've read, particularly about the Fae. Um, as you were preparing to come to the school, you heard stories of these strange uh, creatures that materialize when um, wizards battle, basically, and their energies form together. Um, and, you know, they operate similar to creatures sort of like gelatinous cubes and other sorts of oozes. Uh, as the the magical energy almost becomes, like, turns from this, like, ethereal magic to a real living creature. Is there anything that I like remember about about stories about these kind of uh, conflagrations of magical arcane energies that like that that like, drives them off? Anything that's like an anathema to them that they don't like? Um, you know, that they're not. They just kind of. Um, they're not high intelligence creatures. They just kind of go after things that move. They don't have any real motivation or anything like that. They just they just consume anything that's around them that they can. I don't know if that really answers your question. It, it does. It does. And what I want to try to... Because we, 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 we have other business to deal with here than dealing with the, the, these raw man- and magical energies. I'm wondering if we can like like do like a T-Rex kind of everyone stand perfectly still and then like have like you know like something that like you know one of them cast a spell or i don't know someone's handy familiar just like leads the thing off into the forest so we can just like get past this one you can certainly try 
I will definitely try. So I'm actually going to pull out a Witch Plus Craft spell. I just threw it into the chat here on Roll20 called Miss Unseen. Um, and I'm going to grab the... Uh, the second to last bullet point, make a myriad of colors, markings, and a variety of symbols appear on nearby objects and surfaces for the next hour. Okay. And I'm going to try to, like, like cast this spell and then, and then make myself look as boring as possible as a certain part of the forest, let's say, like, maybe, like, over here is just a cacophony of sounds and, like, fireworks and, like, all kinds of movement and action that looks really interesting, like, way more interesting than us. Well, I will have it make a check. I can make an intelligence check. It did roll a natural 20. <laughs> um, but its intelligence is low? Its intelligence is very, very low. Um, uh, so why don't you make... Uh, we'll, we'll do a opposed roll. Uh, and why don't you roll... Um, a d20 with your spell attack modifier, essentially. I'm here for it. See how good your arcane ability truly is. A 13. Uh, so you watch as it it starts to shift away from you for a second. Mm-hmm. And the the echoes from your ukulele kind of... It, it holds the sustain of the note, and it turns back <laughs> towards you. <laughs> I like that. Uh, and Sepia, it's your turn. Oh, last thing I'm going to do, I'm going to, bar- as I see that not working, I'm going to bardically inspire Sepia with a D8 and be like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay. Uh, I will uh, step out from be- behind the illusion onto the path and fire some Eldritch. Uh, I'll bonus action hex it and then I'll Eldritch Blast. Classic. Classic. 21 and higher. That will absolutely hit it. Uh, for 28 force and 5 necrotic. Jeez. And push it back 20 feet. Go team. And then uh, we'll like <laughs> army roll back into the, the bushes and the plants uh, okay. behind the you illusion. Said it, it goes back 20 feet? Yeah. Okay. So it ends up there. Uh, as you watch this, this eldritch, these two eldritch blasts like slam into it and it like almost ripples and these sparks sort of fly off of it. And Ariadne, it is your turn. Yes. Okay. So, first of all, in response. Oh, fuck. Um. Is this... It's an action. Shit. Um, okay. Well, in response to uh, Besky's message, everybody here has got things covered, kind of. Um, I am going to... Um, let's see. Let's see what I can do. I am going to... pick up a... How how dense is the is the tree cover here? Uh, it's fairly dense. Um, you could find you could definitely find some trees to to hide behind. Um, well, that's not what I'm actually looking for. Um, oh. what I am trying to do, I'm gonna send <sighs> rain, rain. Um, I I need you to waste one of your arrows. I'm gonna run over to rain and touch one of their teeny teeny tiny arrows. And cast light on it, which which are like the size of sewing <laughs> needles. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I need you to shoot it as straight up in the air as, as far as you can. Oh, okay. Uh, and I am gonna reply to Besky. Um, follow the light if you can, if he, if he, if if you can see it anyway. Okay. Um, and that is literally all that I can do because that's my action. So. 
yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Um, so it, on its turn, moves quicker than you would expect it to back to cause. And starts to engulf him. Oh, I don't like that. Uh, and I am I going resist. to need you to make a dexterity save. Yes. Bam. That's a five. Hmm. That is not ideal for you. Uh, Go on. <laughs> as you got as my attention. It kind of creates these two like amoeboid-like arms that start to swirl around you and engulf you. And you are going to take uh, 29 fire damage uh, as these sparks uh, that are inside of it, this glitter that you saw um, is burning you, um, singeing your skin. Um, and that's its turn, I believe. I am still conscious. And I, am I engulfed inside this creature? You are engulfed inside this creature. You can hear the muffled sound of me yelling as I'm burning. It's nothing pleasant. And and Rain, it is your turn. Okay. No pressure. Maybe. Okay. All right. Um, I mean, I feel pretty confident that Rain would follow Ariadne's instructions, um, despite seeing Cos get swallowed by this thing. Um, yeah, I will... I mean, I'm already ten feet up in the air... And, and just so it's clear, Cause looks extremely badly oh burned. My God. Okay, um, this is fine. Well, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say. Oh, you are part of this party. <laughs> <laughs> that's like our unofficial <laughs> motto. No worries, no worries. I. Okay. Uh. Well. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna follow Ariadne's instructions. So, I will okay. I will uh, notch the knock notch the arrow and uh, fire it straight up into the air. As I do so, um, yeah, I will I will just do I will do as she says. So I will fire this arrow. I am gonna fire it kind of at an angle so it doesn't just plummet back down and hit one of us. So I'm going to kind of fire it behind us the way we came a little bit and hope that it arcs high enough. This this brightly lit arrow, um, and I would even go so far as to use my movement to move up another like 25 feet. So at this point I'm about 30 feet off the ground, but I'm gonna fire the arrow as far as I can. Um, and hope that Besky can see it. Okay. Um, so you see that, that this small shining light fly into the air. Um, and anything else on your turn? No. All right. It's Colonel's turn. Um, I will have, however, shouted, um, Colonel, get him out, get him out. And I want Colonel to try to not injure Besky, but maybe, uh, not Besky, uh, cause. cause, um, not injure cause, but maybe bite if if cause isn't too deeply engulfed within this thing i want him to try to pull cause out like grab him by the leg or something and pull him out of this thing mm-hmm. is my attempt okay make a strength check for the the little guy the medium guy he's medium now <laughs> oh, strength is pretty decent okay uh, oof, that's not very decent. That's only a seven. Mm. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, I misread that. Actually, he can just take an action. 
and pull Wonderful. him out. Let's do that instead. <laughs> but as as he kind of reaches in with his mouth, he takes uh, eight fire damage um, as this this burns him and cause you pop out right next to uh, Colonel. All right, I'm very badly burned. I was going to ask, I don't know if it's an action or if it's movement, how this works, but I, it can Colonel drag cause further out so that he just doesn't get immediately re-, re- Yeah, yeah you'd at half, at half speed, basically. Okay, so 20 feet would be his maximum to pull him. And I would say... Um, like directly well, away? Yeah, back towards me a little bit, like at an angle. So okay. like, yeah, somewhere in there is perfect. Just out of the way. Okay, so they both get there. Um, yeah, and then it's Ashrin's turn. All right, uh, Ashrin uh, will pop out from behind uh, this silent image uh, and shoot a bolt of fire uh, that explodes in the ground next to this glitter creature, uh, and a bonfire crackles into existence that fills up a like medium-sized space, uh, okay. and it will dodge. So she has her wildfire spirit like over. Okay. And that's a bonus action uh, as an action. I think she has Firebolt, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, she will uh, also, with her other hand, shoot out a bolt of fire uh, with a 23 to hit. Uh, 23 hits. For, uh, for only one point of fire damage. <laughs> <laughs> it's doing stuff. Yeah. The Firebolt slams into it, and this fire creature is next to it. Uh, remind me how the fire spirit works uh it has its own stat block it's like a summoned creature so it has around 30 hit points i'll pull it up but it's basically just standing there and dodging and it looks like a threat okay perfect and cause it is your turn as you've been pulled out by this drake all right as uh as i I turn back and and i i've I've dealt with enough fey in the feywild at this point i was dealt with the fey in the feywild at this point to be grateful for when he receives help but also like still mindful that might mean something later so it's like, oh, that, thank, thank you thank you and <laughs> and uh turns and faces uh colonel and and, and briefly introduces himself uh i'm cause uh, th- thank you <laughs> oh i forgot that i'm colonel <laughs> uh, yeah rain made me do it oh you need to take a shower yeah yeah i think i need i think i need some back team in the meantime, then he's going to turn and, uh, you know, wield his <laughs> battle ukulele and just uh, scream at the creature. You know, you like a taste of that, you syphilitic bird stealing jackass? And I'm going to need a DC 14 wisdom save from the amorphous blob of magic. Oh my gosh. Uh, I rolled a 19, it's wisdom is plus zero, uh, so it passes. Ah, well then. It's feelings, whether it has them up for debate or not. Um, are you maintaining concentration on the, um, the spell you cast earlier? My goodness gracious. Uh, we'll see if I can try after taking... Well, that's that's what I was going to Yeah, after gonna taking ask 29 you points of fire damage, uh, <laughs> so that's going to be a DC 14. Uh, no, no. That, no. That, that, that is totally gone. That's snuffed out immediately as I suffered, okay. like... <laughs> First three burns all of my entire body. Yep. Okay. Uh, and anything else? That's everything. All right. CP, it's your turn. Uh, I guess that's me. Uh, I will also step out from behind the silent image, uh, shoot two Eldritch Bolts at this with Hex still up, uh, crit, and a 12. Um, and, and just actually, just to clarify, uh, Kaz, you just heard basically dragon growling. 
you, you didn't actually oh. get it. <laughs> you don't. You have no idea what he said. Uh, yeah, the, the supplement was like a, uh, right, and then he proceeds forward the battle. Uh, and you rolled uh, the crittle. The crittle, crittle hit. Uh, the twelve uh, will also hit. Nice crit. Uh, thirty force and three necrotic. Ooh, jinkies. <laughs> um, and how do you want to describe blowing apart this floating sparkly ooze? Yay! Uh, I imagine uh, Sepia's bolts are kind of like this fluid, arcane pond water energy uh, that just kind of shoots and lodges inside of this glitter creature and then begins to boil uh, until it just explodes in a shower of steam and glitter. I love I steam love and glitter. I love that. Mm-hmm. Me. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can drop out of initiative. Besky. Uh, you hear that message from Ariadne, and a few seconds later, you see this small light a little bit to the which which directions to the west of you. Okay. Um, and you've also you've also been able to kind of hear off in the distance uh, some stuff happening. Yeah, some muffled like I imagine because they're we're in the they're in the forest, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I imagine it's, I hear it's, some it's, muffled like fighting from how far I am. And like I hear fighting, mm-hmm. but it's like muffled. I can't tell direction until that happens, and I'm like, okay. So yeah. um, now that I see that light, I'm gonna head towards it. I'm gonna send uh, Ariadne another message. Um, please stand. Please stand by. I will be making my way to you shortly. I have seen your location, and. Um, so formal. Yeah, it is. It's so, so weird. <laughs> um, you have a message from. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna make my way there, but I'm going to stealth because this is the forest. We've been in the forest for long enough to know that this place can be um, kind of uh, hazardous. So I'm gonna stealth my way mm-hmm. over um, okay. to them. All right. Why don't you give me a stealth roll? Come on, just better rolls than threes. I've been rolling in the background to like see when Bessie is going to show up. He just did not. And uh, I've just been rolling like <laughs> straight threes the whole time. Ugh. Okay, okay. We'll take that. Um, stealth. That's a 13. Okay. Uh, so you're able to kind of sneak through the forest. It seems like it's pretty quiet uh, and you catch up. Um, you catch up to the rest of your group. You see this like seeming sparkle seen on the ground um cause looks not great okay um Um, there's a there's a drake that's just kind of hanging out by by rain in a non-threatening way but okay you've not seen it before (laughs) um oh my gosh um i'm so sorry i should have came with you uh sorry cause i'm sorry you're hurt and i'm just gonna come up to him and i'm gonna cast healing light um I think I have it says four charges. I think I have, I have more now because I think it's three plus your plus either your proficiency or plus your warlock level. Um, plus plus like half your warlock level. Something like I'll look it up. But anyway, I'm probably gonna throw three healing light at him, which is three d six. Oh, mm-hmm. thank you, basket. So six, eight. Um, so nine altogether. So you're gonna get nine healing points back. Yeah, it's one one plus your warlock level. Okay. So you should have six. Yes. That's what. So I burnt half uh to do that. Is everyone else okay? Um I'm sorry, I should have came with you. 
It's okay. We're just glad you've made it here safely. Yeah. Are you okay? Um, I'm better. Okay. We'll take that. I'm going to say that Kaza is still, like, noticeably covered with, like, extremely bad burns. That nine healing definitely helped, but he's still looking pretty hurt. I am going to come <laughs> over to you and uh, um, kind of rub my hands together. They start to glow. I'm casting healing hands on you for, I believe, five points. Yep. All right. Before I descend... I thought the... Are there any other signs of what might have caused this? Or is there any other activity that I can see as I'm kind of up, up in the tree line or, uh, or you, however, wherever I am? You can you can make a perception check. 19. Um, so as, you, as you're kind of up on this tree line, you see um, kind of through through the forest in in a not not very straight or linear line it doesn't it doesn't make sense but these like kind of small burn marks that kind of as you look look by this creature it seems like it leaves as it goes it, it but it doesn't lead anywhere necessarily it doesn't seem like it almost seems like this was just an unlucky like you ran into this okay. creature okay i'll just flutter back down and i'll sit on colonel's back i'm so sorry you did so well though and i'm gonna cast your wounds on colonel <laughs> um thank th- th- thank you I, it's nice to be normal i mean you look, you look rather good like this um, uh that's thanks oh rough so that's only five points back but better than nothing i'm also going to just to quickly so we can move on in the story i'm just going to cast heal uh, cure wounds at third level because i have to i'm a warlock so i have to always bump mm-hmm. it up yep. that's what i'm doing cool on um, for cause, yeah. Okay. Yay. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, as you look around, um, there are a couple things that you notice in these these sort of ruins um, that you've basically stumbled upon. Um, it's kind of set up more or less Stonehenge like with these large slabs and stuff. Um, Rain, as I, as as you noted before, you do kind of recognize these this type of um, construction. And looking on these these pillars, there's almost like these stories, uh, all written in Sylvan. Um, and each pillar seems to be talking about a different. A uh, group of people from a war or a battle a long time ago. There's one uh, that talks about um, that talks about Sala and Kisaja and lists all the different Valkyries who fought um, in um, what they say is um, that they defeated these abominations, these undead from Farlight. Um, in another one, in similar language, uh, it talks about Morwell, Queen, Queen of the Court of Stars, um, and whoever speaks um, Sylvan or reads Sylvan would also recognize. Um, it mentions her general, Lyra Ember Whisper. Uh, uh, so, Ashrin, as you hear the name Ember Whisper, what do you do? Uh, I. This would shock me, um, not knowing that I had family out there, not really knowing where my past is, and that this might be kind of maybe a first clue where I come from. 
I wouldn't want everybody else to see my reaction to this being more of a um, private person than everybody else. So I would cast Pass Without a Trace just on myself. Okay. Um, I think for the narrative sequel, we won't even have you roll for that. Okay. I think it makes more sense for the story for for you to be able to kind of step out of everyone's line of sight. Perfect. And Ariadne, as you're looking through the list of Valkyries... Uh, you you would see Wylena's name uh, clearly scratched out. Okay. And, and what was the other name? All? Lyra? Ember Whisper. Ember Whisper. Okay. Which and is this is the name that was the... General. It was the general of Morwell. Okay. Um, and Rain, on all of these, kind of in the middle of these names and lists and everything... Um, on each one is this star-shaped mark um, that looks like it's been left by magic um, that reminds you of your dreams of this dragon flying over the Shattered Isles of these scars that are on both of its wings. I don't think I... Uh, so I'm, I'm just kind of reading this out to the group. Um, obviously, the name Ember Whisper means nothing to me because I don't think Ashrin would have told me her last name. So I'm just kind of reading this out for everybody's benefit. Anyone who doesn't read Sylvan. Um, but I definitely, I, yeah, I don't think I say anything about the star mark just yet. Cause I don't, I, cause Colonel already got on to me for telling these people too much. So I'm just, I will lean over and whisper to Colonel. That's the mark. That's what I was telling you about. That's the same one that I see in my dreams. Uh, you also look around and you don't see Ashrin. Yep. <laughs> Oh, where the hell has she gone off to? Hey, quick pause in the story to remind you that we are sponsored by uh, and affiliated with Greenleaf Geek, an amazing dice creator uh, who is got has has some handmade stuff going on sale on their website. I believe on the Sunday after this episode releases, which is January thirtieth. 28th, 29th, 30th, uh, 31st. So if you're listening to this after that, build a time machine and go get some dice uh, and use the code FayForge on checkout for all your non-handmade dice for the curated sets. You get 10% off. Uh, and let's get back to the episode. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if Rain really puts much stock into that, to be honest. I think this is a little distracting and I don't know her well enough to, to worry yet. Um, she seems pretty mm-hmm. tough. I feel like she can, she can handle it. Um, do I in this area by chance see anything, either of the items that were on my list? Do I see the, um, Oh gosh. Any midnight lilies in this area? No, you do know you're about, half an hour more or less from what okay. from the mark on the uh um, okay on the map. i think in my journal i will just I've, I've probably drawn this star many times over but i'm gonna re-scratch it out just to make sure that i've got the shape down um and and i might jot down a few of these names just so i remember if i need to later uh anything that like jumps out at me but i, I probably don't do much beyond that uh anyone else doing anything so she announced Wylena's name, right? This is part of what's going on here, or was that? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you all, you all would have the opportunity to read most of this. The names, the names would be in um, 
Sylvan would be written as their name, but the rest, I mean, the names don't get changed from like Celestial to Sylvan, but uh, everything else, all the descriptors and stuff would be in Sylvan. Okay. Um, I'm going to look up to Ariadne when uh, it's said, you know, when, when uh, Rain says, well, Anna, like, I don't know what to do from here. Like, I know that she, I know that Wilena communicated to me, but I don't know how to, like, reach out or if there's anything we're supposed to be doing. She was a Valkyrie one time. That's all that I can say. Oh. Okay, I didn't... I mean, she's been speaking to me for a year or two now. Um, so, I, mean, I guess it's nice to know who she was. She was like me in the army. Oh, oh, that's, that's probably why I feel close to both of you. Maybe, maybe. Um, I guess one day maybe you can tell me more about her? I would love to do that. Maybe not in a very dark and scary forest, though. Yeah. Do you mind if I, if I ask, what's, what is a, what is a Valkyrie exactly? Just a, just a beautiful starry person? What, what does that mean? Uh, well, uh, uh, thank you for the compliment. Um, but, uh, no, um, we are soldiers. Uh, um, in, in my country, we worship um, a goddess of justice, and the soldiers are um, all women, and um, they're called the Valkyries. Wow. I'm not a very, well, I'm a soldier, but I'm not a very fighty one. I kind of gestured to, like, the, I'm assuming Ariadne has, like, a backpack full of, like, scrolls and, like, <laughs> shit in the back, like, <laughs> that, that kind. I suppose it takes all sorts. Um, y- y- yes and, and no. So, as you all continue on from this place, still kind of talking about this kind of strange spot that you found. Ashrin, what are you doing? As you watch, um, you watch as they kind of are looking around and you see them kind of look for you momentarily but i think kind of like you said you're a more private person than most of them mm-hmm. and they you watch as they they start to move on i think i'd walk up to it uh i think i would run my fingers over the last name ember whisper mm-hmm. uh, as you do that the name glows oh and you feel this warmth from the stone kind of that same flame that you have in your soul that gives you these like fire druid powers kind of pulsing through you a little bit I would push that same power back into the name. Okay. Would anything happen? Yeah, as you as you do that, the whole stone kind of glows. Um, you hear the voice that you've heard multiple times. You heard it when you were in Valhaldrian. Um, it's the voice of Morwell. Oh. Uh, you hear that warmth. I miss it. Come home to me. And after that, after that voice fades, the glow in the rock fades. Uh, and it it's almost like whatever that, that heat you put into it is gone and the rock is cold again. Uh, and you hear 
kind of the crunching of branches or leaves behind you. I think I'd leave my hands on the rock, just feeling it get cold underneath my hands, um, absorbing what I just heard, really being in that moment um, until kind of like awaken out of that moment that I had and turn towards that sound. Uh, as you turn and look, you see um, an Aladrin. They are shorter in, in stature, long, long hair, kind of dreaded. You see branches. Like, if, if you can think of a stereotypical druid, um, <laughs> this is them. <laughs> um, <laughs> their hair is fire red. Um, their skin is tinged with this, this beautiful yellow and orange uh, their eyes also are fire red. And they say to you, you have a fire in you. You are, you are an ember whisper. I would definitely be tense and kind of ready for something, not necessarily a fight necessarily, but on my toes. I would be ready and on my toes. and um, But not, not necessarily doing anything threatening. And uh, how, do you, how do you know my name? There are a few who could touch that stone in the way that you just did. Who are you? She looks around and she says, I'm, I'm Arya. I guard this place. I watch this place, waiting for Morwell's daughter to return. Goosebumps would go over my arms and kind of down my neck. Uh, what do you mean by that? We have been waiting, our people, for generations, for Morwell is not with us right now. But when she left, she said that her daughter would come, and her daughter is an ember whisper. That much we know to be true. Uh, you say our people like... like me? Like... Like us. Uh, us. Aladrin. I would lose all tension in my arms, like that sigh of... not relief, but of just kind of giving in to what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um... And swimming in the information of there, there's possibly family out there. They know who I am. Uh, am I Morel's daughter, daughter, or am I her daughter in a soldier way? Just trying to kind of go through all those questions in my head before answering her back. Uh, how long have you? How long has she been gone? Um. I have never met her, and I am about 700 years old. And you've been waiting all this time? Most of it, yes. Where are the others? There's a... kind of a... you catch almost a tear in her eye. We are... scattered. Some fled to the material planes... Some of us tried to find comfort in the other fey courts. There were some who tried to stay in Valhadrian and withstand the darkness, but they could not. I chose a life of seclusion and waiting for hope. Uh, taking the impact of kind of her saying waiting for hope and the realization that I might be the hope and that responsibility might be on me, I'll kind of tense back up because that's my natural reaction to everything and 
Are you an Ember Whisperer? I am not. What happened to her? What happened to Morwell? Many believed that after the time of lore, after the battle that shattered parts of the material plane and destroyed most of magic, that the mortals who were defeated left. But they did not. They hid, and slowly they've been regaining their strength. I was taught that Salu in the Shadow, his influence grew, and Morwell went out to end that, and never returned. What is this? This is part of that sh- the Shadow Curse? Is, is he responsible for this? Um, it's, it's possible. There are four beings from that time of great evil. Malvaris Everdying. Saloon the Shadow, Kratis Silvertongue, and Vexus the Flame. All four of them worked together, bringing pain and destruction and unnatural things to the world. Which one of them is responsible for the shadow of Valhadrian? For the corruption of Kalvala? I do not know. What do I do now? Who, who do I find? Those are the questions, aren't they? I... I must confess I did not expect to ever find you. I did not... I was beginning to lose hope. But I can see in your magic, you... You are a druid, are you not? Yes. Ah, I am. If you are willing... I would be honored to to train you in what I know. My eyes widen um, at an offer to learn more about who I am, where I come from, somebody who knows personally rather than the professors at the school. Uh, and I think... For maybe one of the first times in her life, she's very eager for something, and she wants something. Uh, yes, yes, I, yes, please, teach me everything. Very well. Uh, and as this conversation is is ending, you hear, kind of in the distance, uh, you hear voices that you recognize of cause um, and sepia. Ariadne and you even see other voices starting to shout out you hear magic off in the distance um and Arya turns to you and says I think your first lesson is you protect those you love and let nature and the forest guide you in that Go quickly, my child. I will be here when you return. I hesitate, not wanting to leave her because, you know, this is the first time I've found somebody like me that knows anything, as I've said, but, uh, and not necessarily wanting to let go of that. Um, but also... She she senses your hesitation uh, and she pulls something out. Um, it's a small ring um, and she says I forgot almost um, 
take this. Uh, and on it, you see there's there's some flames kind of on this on this ring, um, very very artistically done, kind of weaving in and out about about this ring. Uh, this is from your family. It should it should help you channel some of your energy, uh, and it is a a plus one focus, druidic focus. Ooh, I my hands are shaking as I kind of reach out to let her drop this ring into my hands. When it hits the palm of my hands, uh, I I feel the warmth much like I did in the rock, um, and I know you know that it's part of me and part of my family. And I slip it on. Uh, give her another glance. Uh, Till we meet again, Aria. And I race towards my friends. Uh, and as you're running off, she's standing there. Um, this is more for the audience, but her staff in one hand. Um, and smiling as Ashran runs off into the towards her friends. So the rest of you continue following the map. Uh, to this the edge of this pond um, it's maybe hold on how big is it it's about 45 feet across again there's more of these kind of old ruins around it Um, very overgrown nothing at least initially would catch your eye in the center of this pond, you see about five of these lily pads with these huge bulbs on it. Um, as the moon kind of comes out from behind a cloud, you watch as all five of them open up. They've got these like beautiful white leaves that kind of spiral around a little bit. Um, and in the center, um, they glow, and there's like this soft purple light um, that's emitting from them. Uh, on the edge of this pond. I feel like Cause instinctively like just like reaches out and like grabs the back of Sepia's collar so she doesn't just like run and jump into it. <laughs> <laughs> and and Sepia, you would recognize these as midnight lilies. Yeah. See, we just need to get some of those. Are they large? Like how big are these lily pads? The the flowers themselves are about the same size as you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what have I done here? <laughs> I need a, I need to roll a backup character, Steven. I just realized. No, I'm just kidding. Um, okay, I will turn to Sepia, um, knowing her affinity for plants. And uh, yes, do you think you could help me? I, I think I need maybe two for insurance in case I muck it up the first time. But I need to take one of these with me. Uh, if, uh, Cause is not restraining her, Sepia immediately starts, uh, like, slipping into the pond. Let Cause let her go. <laughs> I will just keep pace with Sepia. Okay. I'll flutter above the surface of the water. Uh, I don't want to get wet. Hello. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she did, um, she does that alligator thing where her eyes are, like, halfway up the, the surface of the water. <laughs> your eyes ticking back and forth. Yes. As you get about 15 feet from the the edge of the water, Sepia, the water almost changes consistencies. Oh, no. And you feel as it tightens around your your stomach. 
Um, and I need to know your, well, I, I actually, I don't need to know your AC. Um, things you, things you never want to hear your DM say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, it doesn't really matter what your AC is. And you, um, Chris, you're the one who sees it first. You see, you see kind of these bubbles swirling around her almost as the water changes direction rapidly. It tightens mm. around you and pulls you underwater very Ooh. quickly. Uh, and I'm going to need everyone <gasps> to roll initiative. Oh god! Oh no! This is like oh, a trap made for yeah. sepia. Yeah, uh, I feel so guilty. And <laughs> you <laughs> cause cause immediately regrets. Yeah, I mean there was nothing else. We know what you did. We know what you did. You know what? I'm in the wrong place. And you take eleven eleven bludgeoning damage as it's pulling you underwater. Spice. Ow. Just looking up the drowning oh rules God. real quick. I can breathe underwater? Oh, okay. Oh, I forgot. Perfect. <laughs> but is she, like, I don't know what this thing is, but is she I don't, yeah, I don't know if it's water, water or is it, like, a thing? Yeah. I uh, mean, right now you're breathing water. <clears throat> so, CPA, you feel this, you feel this creature, um, that out of the way. This, or this something in this water wrapping around you and pulling you and you watch as it starts to take form uh, underwater with you and and it continues to pull you deeper underwater and you feel this water that's wrapping around you almost fluidly um, tightening uh, and a nine is not going to hit you, correct? That does not hit. Okay, though as uh, as you're you are grappled. It it starts pulling you deeper underwater, uh, and rain from where you are in this night. You can't even see her under the water. I did anymore. see something yank um, her though, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and then a creature across the pond emerges. Oh, she's cute. Uh, they're very. Imagine that, but a little bit bluer in nature. As she. She comes up, and to Rain, she says, Don't bother with that one. She'll be going under for a long time. Uh, and I need you to make a save, a kind of save that is... Bitch, don't even know me um, like that, what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think it's a wisdom save. Where is it? It's suggestion. Oh no! Is this your weak stat? I mean, it's not great. Yep. It's it's <laughs> not my dump, thankfully, but it's not. Uh, yeah. Uh, and says says, oh let 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 her go. She'll be fine. Uh, thirteen. Uh, yeah, and you you feel this sense that. You don't need to worry about sepia. Oh no! Oh my god! Uh, no. <laughs> okay. And and she just kind of sits up on this rock that's across the way, kind of smiling and chuckling to herself. Uh, and sepia, it is your turn. Sepia is going to nope out of there. Uh, <laughs> she's going to cast misty step. Okay. And uh, let's see be out of spell slots, but be 20 feet away from this water creature. So for reference, you're about 15 feet underwater. If I go straight 
up, will I be out of the creature's reach? Yes, though you don't know how, how fast it can move. Okay, so I'll bonus action Misty Step up to the surface and back like five feet. Okay. Uh, swim back to the edge of the pond closer to the party and get onto dry land. And then uh, can I see the woman on the other side of the pond? Mm-hmm. Uh, Eldritch Blaster. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They're trying to drown me. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, CP, did you come to play? It doesn't seem like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the 19 does hit. Uh, for 15 force damage. Okay. I'm rolling good today. Ooh, the hair tie coming out. She ain't fighting game. Yes. ain't playing with you. I've never had a pond betray me before, and I don't like it. <laughs> Very bad. Amazing. Stephen, uh, how long is this encounter happening after our last uh, run-in with the magical energies? Um, about 30 minutes. Okay. And it is anything else for you, Sepia? Nope, that's it. So as, these, as this pond water, Eldritch Blast hits her, it splashes in her face, and almost the water soaks into her, her body. Uh, and that smile gets like devilishly big don't like that Ooh, fun Um, that's bad oh so you actually should have gone before sepia oh uh just throw throw me the initiative what was whatever count we're at now just throw me in there now i'll just be that okay i delay until this moment shock what was happening okay so cp is back on the shore now and and rain are you are you uh what are you doing right now? What is it? What's it like you're doing right now? So I forgot that I have advantage on saving throws against being charmed because I am Fey. Ah. Does this apply okay. to this? Is this uh, technically? Yeah. I'll okay. Say yes. So let me roll one more time to see if I don't give don't give a heck about my friend drowning. Oh, that's a that's a twenty one. Uh, yeah, so you felt that momentarily you were like, oh, Sepia's going to be fine. And as she kind of splashed up um, and reappeared and all this stuff started happening, you were able to to like, to like realize very quickly that, that something was trying to trick you into oh, that thought. fairies don't like mm-hmm. being tricked. Cool. So I'm just kind of glaring. To answer your question, I'm just kind of glaring at this woman, this creature on the other side of the lake, but not doing anything really. Got it. And see if you're looking a little bit hurt. Do I what? Do I look hurt? Are you? Yes. Yeah. Very yes. Very in pain. <laughs> so hurt. Are you still under the surface or are you out of the surface? Uh I uh was able to like just get onto land. Yeah. Um kind of like drags herself up onto the ground, uh spreading up water. Looks irritated. <laughs> All right, so leveling, leveling his ukulele at this uh, this uh, ferry across the pond. Uh, oh, tear me up with magical energies and burn me, but don't mess with a dwarf's friends. I'm starting with you, yes, bloated, sniveling gobshite. Uh, vicious mockery, like you do. Okay. And then I'm also going to throw a healing word. Yeah, that's right. Does she have advantage? No. Yay. So she rolled a six. Yes. She feels very bad on what she's done. Four points of damage bad. So bad. 
And also, I'm just going to go ahead and roll it. Um, I'm also going to send a few cords, CPU's way, healing her for six points. Yes. Okay. Uh, and with that, Rain, it's your turn. Mm, okay. Uh, so, <clears throat> I'm about... I'm really just above the surface of the water. I think I'm going to use some of my movement to try to get... To just up. try to nope out of there, following Sepia's mm-hmm. lead. So I'm going to go straight up, I think, into the air. Like, I'll say 20 feet Okay. Uh, above the surface of the water. Let's make it 25, just to be safe. And um, am I aware that this entity and not the thing that pulled Sepia under is the thing that tried to cast a spell on me? Would I have that awareness? Yeah, I think I think as you resisted it, you were able to kind of sense as it okay. spoke to you. Okay. Um, then I will just. Oh goodness! I think I will just in um, whether or not it understands me or not. I think in probably Sylvan, just say something like, "Oh, you should know better than to ever trick a fairy." And I'm going to uh, fire my tiny longbow. <laughs> <laughs> my tiny longbow um, at it and um, that's a 6 plus 8 so 14 does 14 hit her it okay it does not as this little needle almost bounces <laughs> of off of her skin of course it does perfect <laughs> um, that is all I will do with my turn I will however um, since Colonel will go right after me mm-hmm. I am going to have him Pop up next to, like in front of Besky, between Besky and Cause, and just kind of get into a defensive, defense mode type okay. of a deal. Okay, great. Um, I will um, instruct Colonel, like that if if Colonel sees anyone manage to to hit this woman or the creature under the water. Uh, with a weapon, which it already would know that that's what I mean, uh, that it, that he can assist them as well. So as for uh, as one of his reactions. So he's just kind of in waiting. Okay. As you shoot that arrow and, and say, say that, she responds looking at you, still smiling, though there's a little bit of anger behind her eyes. Uh, and she says, if you were a fairy, you would know not to enter my pond without permission. Um, and... <laughs> Besky, you weren't you weren't in the initiative order either. I didn't realize, so it is your turn. Okay. Uh, what I'm going to do is uh, I need a rules calling from you. Uh, okay. Be, um, that water creature. Do I see the water creature? Uh, you can't see it right now. <sighs> it's underwater somewhere. Okay. Where's the? Okay. So never mind. Where's the? The lady is at the edge of that. At the edge of the opposite side of the pond. Yeah. Okay. Sitting very casually. Like with her legs dangling off? Or what? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, just like... Now another... Okay, so now rules color. <laughs> I have a spell called Earthbind. And it's a funny spell because it says if a creature is flying, you know... Because um, I was going to do it on the water creature. If the water creature is in the water and I cast Earthbind, it's supposed to like slowly fall until it hits like the ground. Mm-hmm. So... I was going to cast it on the water creature to see if I could just keep it submerged. I was I'm gonna try and cast it on the 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 lady who's been trying to like charm all of us. But I think she's already on the ground, so it wouldn't even matter. But she would just be held still, I guess. 
Yeah, I mean, if you want to, if you want to try to get her by the ankles and drag her into the water, I'm okay with that. Okay. Yeah, I will do that. I think it's a saving throw on her end. Let me just pull up the spell. Do do do. Warlock spells. That's for me. And this is Earthbind. So once a creature is in one creature you see within range, which is 300 feet, that's very far. Um, it's a it's a strength saving throw, uh, which we did all that work really for for not much because she rolled a natural one. <laughs> okay. Yay! So they designed 60 feet per round. So yeah. So as it as it reaches around her ankles, these these yellow like ribbons of magic, and pull her under. Um, she just kind of screeches out, and and you hear her her yells gargling underwater a little bit. Um, and rain has gone. Ariadne, it is your turn. You actually can't okay. see any creatures right now. Yeah. Everything's underwater. Okay. Um. Do I have anything that would help me? I don't think so. Um. I mean, if we can't see them, like you might be able to cast light on a rock and just throw it down in there. Yeah, that's just what I was thinking. That's pretty much the only thing that I can do. Um, we could try RPing at them. I could try RPing at them. That's true. Um, <laughs> I cast RP. <laughs> I cast it. Um, I cast it. Screw you. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do? I am actually gonna do. Um, let's see. Cast this spell one level higher. I am gonna cast my shadow blade. Why not? I'm gonna cast my shadow blade. So my blade is in my hand, and as I cast it, I am sending down. How many can I do? So I'm gonna send down two stars, one okay. here and one here. Okay, so kind of just spread out in the center of the pond. Yeah, it's only dim light, but oh, bright light in a ten foot radius and dim light for an additional ten feet. So that may okay make it visible. Yeah, I would say you can at least see the shadows of of these creatures. Um, okay. Underwater. Uh, anything else on your turn? Um, no, not yet. No. Okay. Uh, so as you see these lights, you see this like strange water elemental creature start rushing up towards straight, straight up, uh, bah, 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 uh, and kind of appear at the top of the water. It's this like six foot, like strange water creature. This water is flowing in and out. Uh, it lashes out one of these like water tendrils, similarly to what happened to sepia around cod. Oh no. For a 13 to hit? A 13 will... uh, 13 will hit. Will hit. Uh, So you take... I always forget that I I thought that was going to be rain. It was going to be like a jaws. Oh my god. Or glitter is what you... For 14 bludgeoning damage? Still in the game. And you are pulled towards it into the water. Mad about it. <laughs> uh, as you splash, uh, and then it's going to dive back underwater, pulling cows with it. How rude. I am um, very mad about, about it. About 15 feet. Uh, as you see it kind of disappear under the water, the... Does it make a saving throw at the... At, okay, so she continues to fall. Can't do that. She can't do that. Um, but as... As she's as this 
being is being pulled underwater. You watch as more water starts to take shape um, into this maybe 15 foot large humanoid figure in the center of the pond. Um, and it looks like it's ready to just reach out and grab as many of you as possible um, to pull you underwater. And we're going to have to find out what happens next time on the Fay Forge Academy. No! <laughs> <laughs> God. Damn you, Stephen. Hey, thanks so much for attending the Faith Forge Academy today. Uh, before you go, don't forget to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Academy. Um, and also stop by Greenleaf Geek, which is at Greenleaf Geek on Twitter and Instagram or greenleafgeek.com. Get all your dice needs fulfilled. Um, uh, and don't forget that if you use the code Forge on checkout, you'll get 10% off your order. We are also proud members of the Fandamentals Podcast Network, so make sure you go to thefandamentals.com to catch up on all sorts of pop culture and nerd stuff. Uh, They have a lot of great articles, a lot of other great podcasts. Um, Check them out. And with that, I am your Dungeon Master, Steven. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at the underscore bad DM. My name is Ian Gould, and you can find me on Twitter at Ian G. Gould. Hey, I'm Chris. I like to hang out. You can do so alongside me on Twitter at Kiss of Hemlock. Uh, my name is Emily Harmon, and you can find me on Twitter at Emily J E A Harmon. My name is Michael Sinclair II. You can find me at Michael Critz on Twitter and on Twitch. Hey, I'm Kai. You can find me at Twitter at Stonefly underscore Kai. My name is Adelaide Garner. You can find me at O Adelaide on Twitter and Action underscore Fiction on Twitch. Theme music by Dave Cole of the Four Orbs Podcast. For more music, check out D. Cole Music on YouTube. Additional sound effects and music found at zapsplat.com, tabletopaudio.com, and epidemicsound.com. The Faith Forge Academy is a proud member of the Fundamentals Podcast Network.